Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. I recently had a question from a new client, which was, how do I know when I need to rest from training? Fair call, because I definitely talk about not overdoing it when people first start. And that's because I know that A, if they overcommit and bust themselves, they're less likely to be able to stick to it for long enough to get results. And B, muscle develops during rest, not during workouts. All of that being said, of course, it's always a matter of context. And how one person responds to a particular amount of training will vary greatly to another and is very much influenced by external factors rather than the training itself. When we are talking about general population clients, which are my clients. So this is why I look at it on a case by case basis, but here's a bit of my thinking behind it. Let's just establish now that I work with general population clients, as I said before, so they usually want to get a bit stronger and lose some body fat. When we talk about overtraining, we mean not trying to do heaps of grueling cardio for the sake of burning calories or so much exercise that it interferes with your progress and also the rest of your life. I'm not using the term overtraining in the context of athletes who we can define as people that do sport for a full-time job. Let's be clear. If you're at your desk 10 hours a day, that's not you. For my clients, I'm looking for time-efficient workouts that make progress and don't injure them. I also mean not using workouts as punishment or busting yourself because you think you have to, or because you've been told that before, even though you hate it. So let's be clear, you don't have to do workouts to burn calorie or calories or to earn food, and it's actually the worst way to go about it. I see this a lot. One more thing. I have a mix of clients who have been coming long-term and some who have only just started. So workload capacity is going to vary between these groups. That's why we strongly recommend against comparing yourself to anyone else. So back to the original point. If you have just started a workout routine and you are wondering if you need to rest or do another workout, here's a few things to consider. How much time do you have to train? Is your training putting a lot of pressure on other areas of your life? Uh, You need to be really realistic about this, again, so that it can be something that you fit into your life ongoing, not just for a short period of time or a challenge. So be realistic about how much time you can train, bearing in mind that if your goal is fat loss, it's not the exercise that does the heavy lifting there but it does support changing your body for good. So it's important to be able to put into your life ongoing. Um, So being realistic about that. Two, what's your skills level? How long have you been training for before? How long, what kind of training have you done in the past? What's your ability to do hard workouts? So 
harder workouts with heavier loads and more exercises are going to generally require a bit more recovery time. If you're a beginner, it's probably best to get your training frequency up so that you can get more confident with exercises and loading them. If you, if you, In particular, if you haven't done a lot of weights training before, there's a lot to learn. It's definitely a process of skills development and practice. Uh, so number three, muscle soreness or niggles. I see this a lot and have seen it a lot, um, particularly in overweight clients that are looking to lose weight is that they will start, they may not have done exercise for a long time, any form, um, and they start training and certain niggles come up, particularly with joints or lots of muscle soreness. So um, and that and that will often prevent them from continuing their training, which is what we want to avoid because we want to get these people into a really good training routine. So this is why I have a preference for strength training programs because we can adjust them to the person and work around these things. So if you have, if a, if, if, if a training session has busted you in particular for whatever reason, as I said, it's individual and you say to me, um, really, really sore, but I don't want to stop training. I'm going to say, right, this is what we're going to do for you today. We're going to go light loads. We're going to practice some movements and we're going to add in a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of the ergs as well. So resisted cardio, um, just to get you through that. And I want you to keep walking as well. So that being said, if you have muscle soreness or uh, niggles that become injuries, you need to get that checked out. In terms of the muscle soreness, you probably look need to look more at um, your the amount of sleep that you're having between training sessions, um, the quality of the sleep, your water intake and your nutrition. So particularly your protein intake is going to support that process. Um, I do find taking a little bit of magnesium helps me, but it's not for everybody. Some people get like a little bit of um, digestive issues with magnesium. So try it, see how you go. I usually take it right before bed because it, it tends to knock me out as well, but it doesn't take much for me to go to sleep. So um, <laughs> right. So yeah, nutrition, sleep, looking at your muscle soreness. If your muscle soreness is so severe that you literally, you know, can't get down and up out of a chair, you probably just want to go for a walk, do something light. Um, but talk to me about that anyway. Some people, it's important to note here that some people perceive muscle soreness a little differently to others also. Um, so we have individual variances for like pain tolerance, for example. So um, I'm fairly well familiar with muscle soreness or DOMS. And so it doesn't tend to bother me a lot, although you might hear me complain sometimes. Um, I don't get it a lot um, with regular training. It just depends if I change up my workload or um, exercises, I might get a little bit um it's normal and it doesn't, you shouldn't have it after every single session that you do. But when you are a beginner, you're going to probably get the most severe muscle soreness that you've had, particularly if you haven't been doing any exercise or, um, you know, any formal exercise. So squatting, um, pressing, that kind of stuff. 
uh, walking doesn't count. It's what we need to do every day. So <laughs> number four, life stresses are going to impact your training. So work, family, um, whatever else is going on. Um, this will probably more so affect your motivation levels to do your workout. And so that's why we say just don't bring motivation into it. Your training is a process that just needs to get done. It's a habit and um, just turning up is often the hardest part and then you can get into it and we can adjust your plan if you need to. Um, I think I mentioned, oh, fatigue levels as well. So that's number, I've got it down as number five. Um, if you are a shift worker or you have small children or anything else that will disrupt your sleep, um, then you're going to also find that that is going to impact your, not only your motivation to train, but your performance in your training as well. And again, it's a matter of adjusting your session on the day if you're experiencing high levels of fatigue rather than avoiding it altogether. And in some cases, yes, you do just need to get some extra sleep. Uh, there have been times where I've worked with shift workers in particular who say to me, oh, you know, I'm on my on swing, I'm, I'm on um, night shift or day shift swing or whatever. And, and so what workouts can I do um, when I get home from work? I really recommend prioritizing sleep and nutrition during those shifts because if you're out on site for 12 or more hours then you've got to drive home then you've got to eat and shower it's really training is the last thing you should be worrying about on those days and we can certainly periodize your um, training and nutrition around your shift work and I've seen pretty good results with that um, when people can wrap their heads around that kind of plan and get out of this mentality that you must work out every day. Um, so we can actually look at your total training volume over the course of your, your monthly roster and we can fit in the work that you need to get stronger, toned, build muscle, that kind of thing and, um, and fit that around your roster rather than going on must work out every day. Because again, it's moving away from that idea that your workouts are to burn calories, which they're not. So if you are on shift and you've got to get that done, that's fine. Um, let's try to manage the fatigue so that when you come off that rotation, you are fresh and ready, well, as fresh as possible and ready to get some proper training done rather than trying to do fiddly little things at home that aren't going to make a lot of difference to your goals. So that's just that, that nearly turned into a shift working podcast. So we'll move right along. Um, number six is making sure that you drink plenty of water because that impacts your fatigue levels. It also impacts your muscles ability to contract in a workout. And so therefore your workout performance. So there's a few factors there. I'm look, we're looking at time. We're looking at where you're at in terms of your skills level with training. We're looking at your muscle soreness, any niggles that come up, life stress, fatigue, hydration, um, so, you know, it's important to look at your life as a whole picture when you're saying, do I need rest from training? I think that it is really important to acknowledge that we are going to feel 
tired, a tired rundown and maybe like we don't want to train for reasons that are nothing to do with our training. And this is probably more so for long-term clients because I find that when people have been training for a while, they, they start to take it for granted when things come up, which is normal. You know, it's, it becomes a habit. It's no longer a challenging habit. And so it's kind of easy to drop off um, when other things come up, but this, it applies to everyone. It's really important not to confuse those life stresses with training stress and unnecessarily skip workouts. So this will stall your progress. You need to try to move away from this thinking that workouts are something you do if the stars align, if you feel motivated, or you need to fit into a dress and move more towards the view of a lifelong habit. So if you've got things kicking off in life and getting in the way of your training, probably the worst thing you can do is drop your training completely. I recommend doing the bare minimum amount to keep your head in the game. I recommend two to three sessions a week of three to four main lifts in this scenario. Like, so short on time, feeling rushed, um, feeling under pressure to get other things done. This will preserve your muscle and strength. And it's also going to provide some stress relief as much as you might think, oh, I just need to skip my workout today so that I have more time. It's probably going to improve your mentality around getting other things done. Um, so you only need about 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes to do the bare minimum. And this is why, our again, why our timetable has moved more towards semi-private PT sessions and half hourly start times. So you've got more flexibility to jump in and get something done no matter what with our help. So also speak to me about home-based sessions that you can do to top up your training levels if you're struggling to get to enough classes. Um, and don't forget, if you have an earlier booking and you miss it, jump into a later session. You are more than welcome and I would always rather see somebody do a late session than no session at all. Um, our number one priority is to keep you training consistently because we know that that is what gets results. So we try to accommodate that as best we can. Speak to me anytime for help on this, um, on updating your plan, or if you have any questions about your training. And if you're not training with us currently, you can email me at coach at fitaf.com.au to learn more, or go to www.fitaf.com.au forward slash stop dash exercising and inquire about an introductory PT session with us where we'll run you through what we do. Um, I'll put those links in the show notes and I will chat to you soon.